your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. A number of university students have received parking fines for parking on footpaths in estates near the University of Limerick in Council Troy. And Eric Nelligan is an A2 representative of the Council Troy and Anacotti area. And he says a local Green Party councillor has urged the Garty and Limerick Council to punish students while in the middle of a housing crisis. And Eric's on the line. Good morning to you, Eric. Good morning, Joe. Good morning to everyone listening. What has this got to do with a Green Councillor? Well, uh, Sean Hartigan, the, the local Green Councillor, was on Twitter recently and he put videos up of parking of, of parking on footpaths and then he said, he clearly claimed that uh, he's doing his utmost to get parking enforcement out to the estates to tackle the problem. So that, and like I've been living in Castle Troy for a long number of years and I've never, I've never come across, I've never heard of parking enforcement or the, or the, or the officers out um, targeting students, and it happened in just a week or so after he, he made it. He made but, a, but he wouldn't, it. wouldn't a lot of people praise Green Party councillor Sean Hartigan for doing this? I mean, if they're illegally parked, they're illegally parked. Oh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm sure there are some people that are happy. I just felt it was a, a, an overreaction. Um, if you're going to find somebody, surely you give them the chance before that to to have the proper facilities and the proper area to park. So the problem with UL, not the problem with UL, is but one of the issues with living in Castle Troy is there's a big shortage of accommodation for students. There's an awful lot of students now that have to travel long distances to attend college because they can't find accommodation locally. So then, and we know ourselves that like there was an advertisement there a minute ago about the 310 bus route. The 310 bus route is only up and running in the last couple of days, and that bus route wasn't even there before. So just getting like the students need to get to college. There's a vast shortage of parking spaces. And they're parking the states. Also, you have uh, you have you have, like with accommodation crisis, mm. you have people sharing rooms. Like when I went to college in the early nineties, people were sharing rooms, and that kind of disappeared for the last twenty years. And it's back again now because of um, right. Uh, but, of because we, we checked, uh, first of all, we've been um, attempting to contact Councillor Sean Hart and give him a chance to respond in the interest of fairness and indeed come yeah. on with us if uh, he wishes. But we did check Twitter and uh, on Twitter, um, Councillor Sean Hartigan, um, there's a video of the parking and he says, this is how cars are parked in Oaklawns, Castle Troy, people with disabilities, children, the elderly and parents with buggies have to walk on the road in this estate and others near UL. Paths built and maintained with public money are used to store private cars. Authorities refuse to take action. In Limerick, the car is king. The safety of pedestrians is not a priority. I have brought this to the attention of the university, Limerick Council and Garda Traffic over the last few years. No action taken to date. So, what's wrong with that, Eric? I mean, he's absolutely right, isn't he? And the thing is, you know full well that Gridlock is so acquainted with Castle Troy now when it comes to traffic that he could set up a home there. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're, you're very right on that. And a lot more efforts need to be made to, to improve the, the traffic infrastructure around the Castro area. But I suppose to go back to your point, if these students park, like they could park on the road, so they could park on the road next to the footpaths. But if they did that, then they would greatly increase the gridlock because they would be parked on the road, blocking the roads, and it would create even more traffic. I just felt it was a bit mean-spirited. I just felt it was a bit harsh on the students yeah. Um, except, so many ex- ex- except that they got 
parking fines because when it was checked, they were breaking the law. Yes, they did. But so, I, like, you know, in ways you go, what's the problem? I mean, I'm just looking here at the rest of it. Um, we're chatting to Eric um, Nelligan. Um, uh, parking prohibition is limited to entrances to residential areas and access roads purely to maintain sight lines for safety. It's extremely difficult to provide a parking solution with absentee landlords, with five tenants with motorised vehicles, says Limerick Council. We are not responsible for providing storage for private property. We're responsible for ensuring the paths can be used. We're in a climate and biodiversity crisis. The pedestrian must come first, wake up and smell the coffee, says Councillor Sean Hartigan in response. This is all the, the thread on Twitter. The alternative to parking on footpaths is not to park on the footpath. None of the other issues raised justify illegal parking that makes life difficult and dangerous for pedestrians, be they elderly, disabled, school children, parents with buggies or others. People do not have to park as close to their accommodation as possible. If there's not a space close to your house when you can legally park, you could consider seeing if one of the options and the outlines options below for you, like using public transport options to UL, car sharing, asking a neighbour who doesn't have a car if you can use their driveway, finding a space within walking distance of your accommodation where you can legally park. I don't know, Eric, it's hard to argue with much of what Sean Hartigan has said on that thread. What what we have is we are in, and like you've 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 covered the accommodation crisis in UL. You've covered how last week there was the UL UL student life survey that showed that thirty five percent of the students there are they cannot find accommodation. They can't find suitable accommodation. So that's that's like hundreds, if not thousands, of students that have to travel to UL every day. We have the the, the university has grown in stature and grown in numbers in both staff and, and students over the last number of years. Plassey is there are loads and loads of more. Um, factories opening up and businesses opening up in Plassey. So we need, if you're doing all that, you need to provide the infrastructure to supply all that. And that's where we've been let down. So I just felt that um, running to finding students was a step too far too fast. Why not go out and put stickers on their windows and say, we'll come back next week or sometime in the future and if we catch you, we'll find you then. Like, really, finding for me should be the last resort. And we jumped, or the the authorities jumped to the last resort straight away. Yes, they were breaking the rules per se, but you should, they didn't have the facilities to park. Like, like there is a massive shortage but, but, of parking. But, 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 but do you understand, in terms of general um, Garda approaches in this situation, like the stickers I would have seen would generally be in private estates where you're dealing with clamping companies and yeah. they, they might use a warning sticker. I'm not aware that the Gardaí would do that. That you know, yeah. they catch you, I, they do you, you're done. And there could be other methods. So, like the Gard could have done an enforcement of it. They could have asked the students' union or the student life of their own to put out a message to all students. They could have uh, asked UL to put out an email through the residents' association. Like I said, I just felt jumping to finding hundreds of students or definitely dozens of students in one go was 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 up to harsh and it was mean spirited. That's how I put it down. As I just like when I, when I saw it first, I didn't even know who was behind the reason for it. I, it just well, came up well, you see, the thing is now there's no absolute evidence that Sean Hartigan uh, made the difference here. You know, I mean, you don't know, nor do I, oh, whether you know, the guardie decided, do you know what, now we'll take a jaunt out to Castle Troy, we'll see what the students are at. Oh, look, they're all parked illegally, let's find them. Yes, yeah, so, but uh, I've been living in Castle Troy for 20 years, I've never come across this. Um, and last week, we had, we had Sean was, did put up on his Twitter to say that he contacted 
contacted the council, he contacted guards, he contacted the university mm-hmm. authorities to try and resolve this but, issue. But, but Eric, so, you, you are very well aware that there has been you know a reasonably significant local campaign there over the last 24 months around what they perceive as the poor behaviour of a minority of students. It, it is more in focus maybe than it was five or ten years ago. Yes, that's correct. But I wouldn't compare parking on a footpath to the house parties and uh, the rockets going off that we had over the last year or two. I, they're, for me, they're a wide, they're far away from each other in terms of severity and, and appropriate of actions. Um, what, like, can I ask what, you this what, question? Jane, question. Let's say there are um, five student cars parked in a row yeah. and I decide there's a space there now and I'm going to launch my car up on top of this footpath and I'm going to park there. When the guardy come along, should they warn the students but do me because I'm not a student? Well, what I would say there is I would look at the word infrastructure place and see is there, is there appropriate parking close by and I would look to I, I would look. But am I in a different am I in a different category to the students, which you kind of seem to be arguing a little? No, I'm not arguing a little. I just think I just think it was mean spirited. What you're doing here is you're like you're, you're disenfranchising you're disenfranchising the students from the the, the authorities. If that makes sense, like I was surprised. Like when I replied to that message on Twitter last uh, last Friday evening, as far as I remember. The amount of messages I got from parents and from students on it, and they were highlighting, they were they were expressing extreme disappointment and anger at getting the fine, at having been targeted. They they saw they saw themselves as having been targeted. They they felt that they were picked on. And one of the comments that was made to me was, "There's no way that any councillor would say go up to some housing estate and find people parked in the housing estates around Castle Troy because they know there's vote, there's local vote in those housing estates, while students on the other hand." They all, like, students with cars, they travel, so they're not local to the area. So the students felt that this was a handy measure to get um, coverage and to, and, to, and to get votes locally as opposed to actually solving the issue. In an ideal world, there should be no cars parked on a path. But I imagine every single person listening to this program that uh, has driven a car at some stage or another has had to park on a footpath because it's... They don't want to do it, but they've had to do it. I've had to do it. I've no, I've no doubt you've had to do it, Joe, and everyone listening. No one wants to park in the path, but sometimes when you're left with no, no, no Eric, you're, you're dangerously close to suggesting I'm not a saint. Oh, well, forgiveness, for, forgiveness for all of us all we have to do is repent all right look, oh, okay well look you, you have made your point you made it very clearly this morning and we do appreciate it it'll be very interesting to see what sort of response we get to it as I say we have made efforts to contact Councillor Sean Hartigan and uh, I did my best to represent his views based on what he put on Twitter but we're happy to have him on the air as well and that is Eric Nelligan ain't too representative for the Castle Troy and Anacotti areas your views your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.